Kim looked around the party and wondered if she should just go home. It was so crowded that she could hardly make her way around the room, and she didn't know anyone here anyway. She had just moved into one of the many duplexes on the street days before. When she ran into one of the neighbors while she was out walking her dog, the two women had struck up a conversation. The neighbor had invited her to the party they were having at their house that weekend. She thought it would be good to get to know some of the neighbors, but now she was just ready to forget about that and go back to the comfort of her new home. She started to make her way to the front door when she found herself being stopped by a rather attractive woman wearing a black corset and a short red skirt. The ensemble was completed by a pair of thigh-high black patent leather boots. Her hair was jet black with vivid red streaks, and her dark red lips stood out against her pale white skin. She looked gothic, but not in a tacky emo sort of way. This woman was the epitome of sexy. Kim couldn't help but take notice of the air of sensuality she exuded on a very primal level. Well, hello there. I've seen you out walking your dog. My name is Aurora Carson. I live in the duplex across the street from you, the woman said. Kim replied, hey, it's nice to meet you. I'm Kim Noland. Nice to meet you, Kim. You don't look like you're having a very good time, she said matter-of-factly. I just don't really know anyone. I was actually about to slip off to the house while no one was looking, she admitted. Well, we can't have that. I can't believe that Carla invited you here and then abandoned you to fend for yourself. She's just a whore. I guess I'll have to take up her slack and introduce you around, Aurora said. First things first, though. We need fresh drinks. Let's see what she's hiding in the garage. She always stocks her open bar with a bunch of cheap shit and brand name bottles as if that's fooling anyone. I happen to know where she puts the good stuff in the cabinet in the garage and she shoves it into the back until after the party. Don't ask me how, she said with a wink. Kim laughed as she followed Aurora to the garage. Aurora asked her what liquor she preferred and Kim told her vodka. On their way past the bar, Aurora grabbed a full bottle of what was said to be absolute and carried it with her. Once they had slid out the door adjoining the kitchen, Aurora opened the top on the bottle and poured it down the hand-washing sink on one side of the two-car garage. She then reached into the cabinet against the wall and rattled through some bottles. Aha! Would you look at this? A bottle of pincer... pincer? Shit. A bottle of pincer. Now, this is the really good shit. Over a hundred bucks a bottle. Aurora laughed. She opened the bottle and poured the contents into the absolute bottle. Let's go, she said. They headed back into the house, leaving the empty pincer bottle, sitting on the cabinet, in open sight. They made their way back to the bar that Carla had set up in the living room, and Aurora began making them a drink with a new and improved vodka. She tossed some ice in a glass, poured a dash of sweetened lime juice in it, filled it about halfway full of vodka, and then topped it off with ruby red grapefruit juice. It didn't look very appealing to Kim, but she took the glass when it was offered. There you go, my famous pink pussy liquor, Aurora laughed. She made herself one and began to sip it. 